Welcome to Along the Way with Trudy Kathy White. Trudy is the daughter of Jeanette and Truett Kathy, founder of Chick-fil-A. And like her dad, she is a beloved leader, communicator, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, Trudy will share a heartwarming collection of true stories with lessons she's learned along the way and remind you that the legacy you'll leave then is the life you're living now. Here now is your host, Trudy Kathy White. Hello, I'm Trudy and welcome back. In a recent episode, we focused at length on our identity in Christ. We tackled who we are and more importantly, whose we are. Now I want to move on to another important question. What are we doing here? How do we discover what God wants us to do during our time on earth? How do we know we're climbing the right mountains? You see, answering who reveals our identity, but understanding what reveals our purpose. And no matter who, what, or where we are, our purpose is to glorify God. We just have to figure out the best way to do that with our own unique circumstances, our gifts, talents, and callings. We've seen that God knits us together piece by piece, intentionally crafting us into wonderfully unique individuals. We're like walking, talking snowflakes. No two people are just alike. If he went to such painstaking details, crafting me as precisely as he did, there must have been a reason, right? He must have had some plans in mind for me. I believe he gave me a passion for mentoring young girls because he wanted me to mentor young girls. I think he gave me a knack for public speaking because he wanted me to speak in public. I'm sure he gave me an entrepreneurial spirit because he wanted me to launch new ideas and initiatives into existence. He custom-built me to do everything he knew he would call me to do. He's the designer. He knows more about me than I do. That's why he so often brings me opportunities I wasn't expecting. He knows the secret to the success of that opportunity is locked away somewhere inside me and he's ready to bring it out and put it to use. He does the same thing with you. In this way, he uniquely designed each and every one of us for significance. I want you to think about this for a minute. God has uniquely designed you for significance. Can you say that phrase out loud and personalize it with your own name like this? God has uniquely designed Trudy for significance. Go ahead, you say it with your name. Do you believe that? Do you believe He has big things in store for you that He created you with a purpose in mind? I do. I don't know you, but I know God has big plans for you. That's why He made you who you are. He crafted your who your significance, so you could accomplish your what, your purpose. Even the prophet Jeremiah struggled to accept this truth, but God made sure to remind him of it. Listen to these words in the Bible from Jeremiah 1.5. Before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. Before you saw the light of day, I had holy plans for you. A spokesman to the nations, that's what I had in mind for you. God may not be calling you to be a spokesman to the nations, 
but he did design you this way for a reason. We each have a God-given plan and purpose that no one else can fulfill, and God's given us what we need to get that job done. That's why it's so silly to waste our time fretting about what gifts other people have. You see, God gifted them for their task. Those same gifts may not make a difference at all to the job that God called you to do. That's sort of like being envious of your neighbor's house key. Sure, you could get a key just like it, but it wouldn't open your front door. That key was designed to fit that lock. If you remove the gift from its purpose, you lose its usefulness. God is the ultimate artist. He crafted every piece in detail and on purpose. And as Paul argues in Romans 9.20, Who do you think you are to question God? Does the clay have the right to ask the potter why he shaped it the way he did? Of course not. In the same way, we shouldn't look up to the heavens and ask God why he didn't bless us in the exact same way that he blessed someone else. He didn't equip you to fulfill another person's purpose. He equipped you to fulfill your own. I think one of the biggest challenges we face in our walk with God is valuing godly significance more than worldly success. We get so distracted by what we think success looks like. Impressive careers, nice cars, big houses, and so on. But I believe real success is gaining significance by living out the purpose we each were designed for. The world seems to define success by what we're able to take from life. However, godly significance is more concerned about how much I give my life. You see, significance happens when your life adds value, when you give out of what you've been given. We're blessed to be a blessing, remember? As the Apostle Paul explains, I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. In the search for significance, it's not about how long I live. It's about how much I give. That means giving our whole selves, by the way. Too often, we try to compartmentalize our lives. We effectively tell God He can have this, but not that. We want Him to bless our whole lives, but we don't want to offer Him our whole lives. True significance in our walk with Christ means putting that unhealthy separation to rest. I like to look at it according to the SHAPE model developed by Eric Ries. He uses an acronym of the word SHAPE, S-H-A-P-E, and teaches that there are five key things that shape a person for ultimate fulfillment. Spiritual gifts, or God-given abilities. Heart, that is what we love to do. Abilities, our natural inclinations and talents. Personality, disposition, and temperament. And lastly, experiences, life circumstances, our family, our education, our vocation, etc. Using this model, Pastor Rick Warren explains, your ministry will be most effective and fulfilling when you are using your gifts and abilities in the area of your heart's desire in a way that best expresses your personality and experiences. That means your version of significance will look much different than someone else's. 
God made each of us to accomplish his specific purpose in our own lives. You can't win the race by crossing someone else's finish line. We live our lives of significance when we live out God's calling for us. But that begs the question, how do we discover what it is God wants us to do? It would be so much easier if we were born with individualized instruction manuals detailing what we should do, where we should go, and who we should work with throughout our lives. But sadly, it's not that simple. Over the years, as I have attempted to live out God's plan for my life, I've come up with three questions that have kept me on track. These questions help keep me attuned to God's purpose in my life. Here's the first one. Am I willing to listen to God? Number two, am I willing to keep an open mind with God? And number three, am I willing to follow through on what I hear from God? As I begin to wrap up today's episode, we'll just scratch the surface on these questions. The first being, am I willing to listen to God? You see, hearing God's voice seems like an alien concept to many people who can't wrap their brains around the fact that our God is an active, living Lord who is still talking to his children today. Jesus tells us, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. What we know as faith, others will see as insanity. That's okay. We're living our lives, not theirs. Revelation 3.20 tells us what will happen if we truly hear the voice of our Lord. Jesus says, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Here's what I want you to see in this verse. God is speaking to us. He is trying to get our attention. He calls out and he says, Here I am. Yet, how many of us truly focus our ears and hearts on what God is saying? How many times does His call go unanswered? I've been honest about the fact that I'm still working on this area in my faith. When God called John and me to mission work, I stuck my fingers in my ears. I ignored Him for as long as I possibly could. I stubbornly closed myself off to what He was saying for almost two and a half years until He finally got my attention in an undeniable way. Now looking back, I picture Jesus standing at the door of my heart and knocking and knocking and knocking, just as He describes in Revelation. He was calling, Here I am, here I am. But I didn't listen. I wasted so much time ignoring what he so desperately wanted to tell me. When we actually listen to him, God will direct us towards the plan he has had for us for all eternity. This was his promise to the prophet Isaiah. He declared, I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you, who directs you in the way you should go. Before he can teach us or direct us, though, we must be willing and able to listen. That means learning how to hear His voice. On the next episode, I'll share three ways we can learn to get better at hearing Him when He speaks, and we'll continue to unpack what helps keep us attuned to God's purposes in our lives. That concludes our time together for today. To find out more about Trudy, visit TrudyCathyWhite.com or follow her on Facebook and Instagram. 
Thanks for tuning in. By pondering the lessons in this podcast, you'll move one step closer to having your own meaningful collection of lessons you've learned along the way.